Welcome back to Human to Human. I am your host, Jessica McDonald, and here we are for episode two of season three. In this episode, you will listen to me basically relay the entire takeaways from my therapy session I had the day before. Um, I just talk all about hustle culture, which in my life is feeling like I need to hustle to prove myself worth. This leads to overworking myself and experiencing burnout. And in the last 10 minutes of this episode, I dive into some of the self-care that I feel like really helped me, which isn't like the traditional self-care that our society portrays. And this is a topic that I think I have definitely thought about for a really long time. I have been working through for a really, really long time. It is something that I have struggled with um, for so long. I am really starting to learn what hustle culture is, what it means to live in a capitalist society. And I think this will be helpful to most people, um, but especially if you have a similar mindset to me where um, I think I definitely overwork myself often, I experience burnout often, and I definitely hold my self-worth to productivity, which is negative. And I don't want to keep doing it. And that's why I'm making this episode because I think it could definitely be of value to some people and it could be something that Um, you can take into your everyday life. This is something I'm constantly working on. So I feel like in our society, it's constantly promoted to always be chasing the next thing, to be working so hard, to be working yourself into ground, into the ground, like, time off is not something that is promoted relaxation is not something promoted I'm talking about like definitely in like North America for sure I live in Canada that like you are expected to get after it chase your dreams constantly and not rest and be running towards the next thing and I'm so guilty of this and it has like it can corrupt your happiness it fully corrupts my happiness I talked to my therapist yesterday and cried to her and literally was like, I feel like on paper, I'm supposed to be having such a great summer. So many wonderful things are happening. Like so many of my friends are back from university. And as you know, I was seeing a man that is now my boyfriend. Of course, I have to update that within the first two minutes of the episode. I thought it was going to be like an at the end thing. Anyway, yeah, he asked me to be his girlfriend. I'm really happy. He's my boyfriend. But anyway, I'm having this like summer of love, summer with um, all my friends, summer with like, you know, working on my dreams. But I cried to my therapist and I was like, I'm I'm not even enjoying myself. Like, yes, I am. But at the same time, I just I feel like there is so much pressure and this is the thing I struggle with most is that I just I put so much pressure on myself and I think um a thing that people could probably relate to the most I'm sure because my audience is mostly like students or people in their 20s um if you're not hey thanks for fucking being here keep listening because this will literally be helpful to everybody because we are all internalizing hustle culture but being a student it's like taking five courses at once especially like in university or like even in high school like I took eight courses at once with a day one day two schedule because I was non-semestered and it's a lot and with school you're expected to just memorize and be good at taking tests like how about how about we just learn some information and actually like expand our mind but no like we're just expected to be constantly working on the next thing doing the next test doing the next assignment doing the next project um and not breathing (laughs) clearly I move so fast I move way too fast 
and whoa did you feel that vibe shift the whole vibe of the podcast just shifted because I'm recognizing it and I'm really really working on recognizing it within myself that I when I just take a breather slow down that's when you do things better I'm so guilty of with the podcast being like I need to put things out I need to put things out I need to put things out but I'm just going to give you a little rundown of the progression for one second. Season one, I was posting twice a week. Twice a week. That's a lot for someone um, who isn't really experienced in the editing realm. It takes me, it took me three hours to just make like the Instagram content final edits to upload and make the description. That was after I already spent multiple hours editing the whole thing. It's a lot of time, basically. It's a lot of time and it's really, it's a lot that I was doing too two episodes a week and then I switched to one episode a week and now look at us on season three I'm going to be posting every other week so probably two episodes a month because I don't need to be constantly producing and not breathing (laughs) and this is a really big thing I have talked with my therapist about and not only the podcast sense or work sense but in the sense of love is that I don't need to hustle I don't need to hustle to find love. I don't need to hustle to prove myself, to prove to someone that I'm worthy of being loved. I don't need to hustle to have people follow the podcast and listen. And like, this is what I talked to my therapist about yesterday is that she was like, when you are genuinely being yourself and you're not on a freaking rat race or whatever it's called, the rat wheel or the mouse wheel, like when you're just like, and you don't stop, when I'm just, you know, being myself and not rushing to get through life, that's a good sentence, when I'm not rushing to get through life, like, that's when the true followers will come, that's when people will see what I'm doing and vibe with it, that's when you connect with your friends the most, that's when you've been looking for love for two years and someone shows up is when you breathe you pause I stop running and chasing and trying so hard to prove myself to prove my worth and that's when the beauty of life happens that's when like you can sit with yourself and be like oh and so like I'm throughout this episode I'm going to continue kind of just explaining all of these things relate to society and what's portrayed to us and what we're internalizing based on social media and what we're looking at every day and then I'm also going to talk about different ways to cope with this and different ways to self-care and I want to like break down self-care because it's such a projected thing because as well if you think about it every time you're scrolling through social media TikTok, Instagram, like Twitter, all of this stuff you are internalizing the beliefs of our society so I made an episode in season two about societal expectations on love and relationships and I noticed in my TikTok feed, I was single, so I was on, like, single talk, if you're a TikToker, um, that I was only seeing videos that said, these are couples that are in love, you're not in love, you're not worthy, if you're single, it's something to be fixed, and that was so ingrained into my brain that I spent so long thinking I was less than because I didn't have a boyfriend and it's so whack now I'm sitting here and I have a boyfriend and even when before we became official I was like I 
don't want to become official before either of us is ready before either of us feels before both of us feel solid in it and when I met him I let go of the feeling that I needed to be in a relationship in order to be worthy and so this is also comes back to like feeling worthy and feeling self-worth I hold self-worth to productivity so when I am feeling low about myself something happened in February and I was feeling a lot of shame and I shouldn't have been future episode maybe coming soon stay tuned about shame but I was feeling so much shame and and that led me to overworking myself to the ground to where I kept being like what's next what's next what's on the to-do list next what am I doing next what am I doing next and I just crashed and I'm so fucking grateful for therapy because that's when I notice this pattern in myself and I stop it and I take a step back and self-care looks so different to everybody um and so that's why I want to like talk about what works for me and you can take what you want from it um but in terms of just the societal part of things like I love this I heard this from um the podcast unfuck your brain my therapist recommended it to me unfuck your brain with Cara Lowenthal she um talks about a lot of thought work and this is like paying attention to other thoughts in my brain in our brains and being able to kind of change them and she says like stop competing in the busy olympics we play this game of who's busier for what for our mental health to be in the toilet it makes no sense and she talks about how busyness is literally a state of mind we can only be doing one thing at a time and so when we're like i'm so busy i'm so busy i'm so busy that's your brain saying you're so busy, feel overwhelmed. It's anxiety. And becoming aware of this is so hard. And I talk about this with boundaries as well. When you learn what your boundaries are, that's one thing. The harder thing is putting it into practice every single day, making decisions for your life aligned with your boundaries. Same goes with this. It's the same shit. And like I struggle to listen to my boundaries within myself. I'll set them with other people. But then when it comes to me, I had to acknowledge that TikTok and Instagram and YouTube are my job now. Not just because of the podcast, more because I work for, I haven't announced this yet. I work for a YouTuber. I work for two YouTubers technically. Um, Lizzie Pierce and Chris Howe and they they just got married. They're literally the coolest people ever. I love them so much. And I'm going to make an episode all about kind of how I got that job and how I encourage other people to just like put yourself out there and reach out because I wouldn't have gotten that job unless I randomly found Lizzie's email on her Instagram and emailed her. That's for a different episode, Jessica. Don't get into it. Um, Why was I even talking about them? Oh, because I make TikToks for Lizzie. Go follow her on TikTok. I make all the TikToks with her. It's really fun. Lizzie Pierce, P-E-I-R-C-E. And that's like now every time I scroll through TikTok, I'm trying to make TikToks for myself. I'm trying to make TikToks for her. And every time I scroll through TikTok now, I just think about work. Same with Instagram. Same with YouTube. And that sucks. To be honest, it absolutely sucks because I want TikTok to be the thing that I can like go to to get an escape and a laugh and turn my brain off but it's just not that for me anymore and that sucks and talking to my therapist yesterday I was like okay I have to really acknowledge this now which was hard um but now I need to redirect and think okay well what am I gonna do now to decompress and our bodies legitimately hate technology they hate our phones 
but that's like what we spend all our time on for me like all day long I'm on a computer or my phone and then what am I doing after five o'clock I'm on my phone more my brain's gonna go into overdrive and it is and it that's why I feel like I get so (laughs) all the fucking time um that's the way I'm gonna describe it now I'm only gonna breathe heavily and anxiously but recognizing those things that aren't good for you it's harder it's good it's like great to do that it's hard to do that but it's even harder to continuously make that decision every day okay it's the end of the day I'm not gonna spend a million freaking years on TikTok anymore because now I'm just stressing myself about work so this makes me remember this amazing exercise my therapist made me do and I love her so much for it and she we, her and I have talked about it multiple times since then I think we did it like last summer because I was overworking myself so much and if you're a to-do list kind of person this may be helpful for you because I will write so many things on my to-do list it just literally drives me insane detour from what I was about to say another good thing is only putting three things on your to-do list every day instead of 10 like I do um because that helps you just like not feel shit about yourself when you don't do everything because 10 things on a to-do list is ridiculous But the actual exercise she took me through was she told me after our session and before our next one to sit down and write all the expectations I had of myself to get done in a day or just to do in general in a morning and an evening. And I wrote down, I need to do this again. Mental note, Jessica, when you're editing, do it again. Put it on your to-do list. Shut up, Jessica. Um... I put everything on a to-do list. Actually, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I've been talking this through for a year. Obviously, if I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm aware of it. Anyway, so you write down all the things that you're expecting yourself to do and then read it over. (laughs) For me, that was enough. I shit my pants and laughed at myself so much. And it was like, my therapist says it was like one of the best sessions she's had. Like just how funny and how also just like, gave both of us so much clarity and progress it like made I made so much progress realizing how insane I was being um and like it was so funny it was like in a day I expected to do so many things like I took things that were supposed to be good for you and made it a chore made it a to-do list item that stressed me out inevitably like I saw this thing on Instagram that I was gonna say on this podcast but I knew I should wait to record this until after my therapy session yesterday clearly because I'm mentioning it constantly um I saw this thing on Instagram that said like spending an hour a day to yourself um, is really, really good for you. And and like whether that's reading or journaling or whatever. And then she's like, she's like, don't put a time limit on it, on it though, Jess, because then that's just going to stress you out. And I was like, you are right. You're so right. Yep. A, tie, a time limit would stress me out. Mm-hmm, 100%. And this is the thing too, is I'll try and get through things so, so fast. But at the end of the day, the I think I already mentioned this, that the quality is better than the quantity. This is where I was going when I was saying um, I was making like a million episodes for the podcast is I was just worrying about producing and putting things out there. Someone said to me at the very beginning of my podcast journey that consistency is key and you want to be consistent with what you're doing. So I was like, I'm going to be consistent and post two episodes every single day. And then like, obviously I'm exhausted and I have no time for anything. And like you go to bed being like, and it's just not good. And so that's why with anything, like, it's so much better. I was like, oh, I am rushing to finish going through my boss's emails every morning, thinking, oh, this is going to save me so much time. In reality, it saves me like five minutes at most when I could take five extra minutes, be relaxed while doing it, do a better job. When you slow down, you stop making mistakes. 
I say this every time I record a podcast episode. Everything I'm saying, I'm saying to myself. So obviously, all of this stuff I need to know and I need to like, I should make this episode every single day because I need to hear the stuff and change it in my brain every single day. And like our bodies will go back to our default, to what's comfortable. For me, what's comfortable is moving at the speed of like 5.7 million percent faster than my usual like normal state of any human being um and so I don't know why I felt the need to well I always feel the need to say that but when you slow down you do better this is the weirdest stupidest makes the most sense part is that when you slow down you actually speed up when you're trying to be so productive when you slow down in the long run, you'll get faster at getting things done because you'll do them better and your brain, you can't get things done well if your brain's like, because it's not clear. Um, So that's something to keep in mind for sure. Another part of our capitalist society too is we're made to feel like we're going to miss out. So I was struggling so hard to get off my phone because I was like, I'm going to miss out on something when I wouldn't touch my phone for a while and I'd go back and pick it up it would have a bunch of notifications and I'd be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, when it makes no difference. And this is the thing that I took away the most from my therapy session was that I am not having enough play, like literal playtime, like as a genuine child has. Because guess what? Adults still need that and the secret to loving and enjoying adulthood, what my therapist told me, I didn't know this was the secret, is playing. And I will do that sometimes. Oh my god, with my boyfriend. I promise, I promise in future episodes I'm not gonna like make a fucking weird ass sound every time I say my boyfriend, but just the fact that I can say it feels so weird. I have like, what? I love it so much. Um, <laughs> what else are you even saying? Yeah, I will do that with my boyfriend. <laughs> and I, if you're an OG, if you're an OG human to humaner, I don't know if that's what we're going to call you, but apparently we are an H2Hr. You know, that like saying my boyfriend, like, I don't know, it's so nice. Like, I've just talked to so many shitty guys. And I'm just like, my boyfriend. Okay, moving on. I will have so much playtime with my boyfriend. And my friends and my family, but I wasn't having any alone. I wasn't alone living my best life, like playing music so loud. I was just like screaming it. Like last summer, I drove so much because I delivered beer. <laughs> Random job I also probably have never mentioned. But I would drive all over Toronto and just blare music. I have this one song that it's like, if I get to sing on a stage in a beautiful dress, I will be singing it. If you want to know, DM me. I'll send it to you. It's a great song. Um, kind of like a low key artist. Um, but like I wasn't doing that. I wasn't having a dance party alone. I wasn't going into nature enough alone and just breathing. And that's for me, like nature is so healing to me. And I realized too, I'm obsessed with water. If you are watching the YouTube or the Instagram, you can see um, behind me, I have water in my bedroom. Um, In high school, I did photography and I just literally had water. Like all I did was take photos of water in the sky. And I just like was so drawn to it. And it's because I am very sensitive to like sensory input. And so like, I think physical touch is my love language, but like at the same time, if I'm going to bed at night, I'm like, don't touch me. I cannot be touched. My boyfriend constantly says, like, we're like cuddling and he'll be like, can you fall asleep like this? And I'm like, no. And he's like, what? Because he can fall asleep like anywhere and he'll literally be like, 
can he, constantly we were laughing about it last night because last night is when he asked me to be his girlfriend that's why i'm freaking out right now being like oh my god i'm he's my boyfriend because he just asked me last night last night was a yesterday was a great day i had a wonderful therapy session and he asked me to be his girlfriend um woo but like we'll lie together and he'll be like can you fall asleep like this and i'm like no and he laughs and like we have that joke all the time because for me i'm really sensitive to a lot of stimulation and so i need to be like oh my god can't touch me coming back to the self-care this is why i love the water so much I just realized I was talking super fast. We can like take a breath, Jess. You're not in a rush. <laughs> See? On air. Mental process. Um, when I get in water, my body is just like weight like weightless. And I can just I can just let go. And I have so much trouble letting go. I think this is something too you could likely relate to when you fear change or you fear the future or you're just overwhelmed by so much change going on in your life or the anticipation of change um you're having trouble letting go and you're feeling like you want to control everything and when I'm in water I just feel like I can let go and I think people have that in different ways depending on who you are so experiment think about what you did as a child kind of what made you feel really just like lost in the moment of something and I feel like that with water and this summer has been the summer I've gone to my cottage up north the least and um I've struggled to disconnect with my phone the most um but this is something that like especially going into nature I think with everybody nature is just so healing and relaxing and lets you disconnect and it just the best feeling ever is when you're alone and I get it in my chest. I'm such a body le- bodily person. Like, I just feel everything in my body. Like, I feel everything so strongly in my body. Um, and everyone's different. Um, but I will just feel this feeling in my chest where I'm just like, oh, like, I'm so fulfilled. I'm so content. When you get that feeling just from yourself, because you know those moments when you're, like, with your friend or people you just truly love and you're like, you just feel so good and you're like, this is a movie or not even that, but I, I feel like that's a good reference for it. But you just are like, I'm so happy right now. Getting that feeling alone is insane. And that's the most important feeling I think in life, because when you get it with other people, it's not the same as when you're alone because you will only ever have yourself truly. My best friend Maya was talking to me about this the other day. You truly will only have yourself throughout your entire life, no matter what, from the beginning to the end. And when you can have that feeling by yourself, you can only fully let go, fully be yourself when you are alone. And And that's why we need to have these moments. And that's why capitalist societies are fucking bullshit. Whoo, get a little riled up. But because, like, we're taught that self-care is, like, wearing a face mask or getting your nails done. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, yes, a good face mask is great. Yes, I love having my toes painted. Sorry, fuck, I realize that's a weird thing to show my toes in a podcast. If you're watching it on YouTube, you're welcome. My toes are pink. Um, uh, anyway, this is not an OnlyFans. Um, I, I truly, like, I hate that self-care is promoted to be this thing that's like, oh, just like, yeah, like, have some wine and like, you know, wear freaking cucumbers on your eyeballs and have a face mask. No, that's not real self-care. And like, real self-care is specific to you, 
truly specific to you and then there's like the typical ones of like exercising drinking enough water eating healthy like doing all that stuff which is great and that's all important and I do try and incorporate that in my life but there are other ones that I really want to talk about I talked about the importance of time to play I like sang my freaking heart out in my shower today because no one was home yay nobody's home right now (laughs) um I sang my heart out pick your favorite track I was picking like a random musical because I did do music theater if you didn't know sometimes I hate that association but honestly musical theater people are, are annoying but fun um but other things is like knowing when you need to book a therapy session. <laughs> Clearly, I love therapy. And like everyone's self-care is so different. My boyfriend, like he meditates every day basically. And that's amazing. But then I start putting pressure on myself like you should meditate, you should meditate, you should meditate. And my therapist and I have talked about me and meditation thoroughly. I am so hyper clearly and I move so fast sitting and going and breathing and being like that doesn't work for me. My brain goes, but for him, he moves so much slower and that's something that works for him. And I love it. He's so self-aware because of it. It's amazing. It's one of the reasons why he's awesome. Uh, But like, that just doesn't work for me. Correction, I really want it to work for me. Um, And I think because my brain is so hyper and so crazy, I could actually get so much out of meditation. But I've talked about it with my therapist so much because I put so much pressure on myself to do it and that's when I don't think I get a lot out of it because I'm not truly letting go and I think that's so important with meditation and I feel like it's so different for everybody and such a personal thing that I'm I'm working on it. Hopefully I get into it one day. We'll see. I really love when people talk about it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to clarify I don't think it's a complete write-off for me but I've definitely am struggling to find my way with it. But I do yoga every week but I res- holistically humble go follow her on Instagram go watch her YouTube videos such great yoga such slow calm paced yoga but for the first like year or like eight months of me doing it my body resisted it because I moved so fast I was like I can't do this like I'm wasting my time but I'm not so now in terms of meditation I can't just sit and breathe but I'll do yoga for 45 minutes online on zoom with her it's amazing it's on Tuesdays it's so cheap your first class is free like seriously like promoting Katie right now she's the best and I will stretch for an hour 45 minutes and then she puts us in shavasana which is corpse pose if you don't know it you're literally just lying on your back it's the best thing ever basically like a meditation pose you can call it and I just breathe and because my body was so active for so long in it in the yoga before I can really let go but I can't let go in meditation so I want this to be an example to you that what I'm saying could really really work for you so try it out but if it doesn't don't be mad at yourself don't keep trying to push it because I have been trying to push myself to do meditation for so long especially once my boyfriend started to talk to me about it too it like re came up in my life where I was like I need to meditate he has these profound realizations I can find that somewhere else and I do I find it in yoga I find it in journaling and then other forms I find it in therapy duh everything for me comes out of therapy and like I think this is a like fuck I don't want to expose our whole life but like truly like he saw what therapy does for me last Last night I was really honest with him about everything I took away from my session like I am here right now and I think that really made both of us be like yeah like I want to date you okay well he kind of has to just deal with me now <laughs> like if I'm exposing too much I'm like well let me know if I am but I feel like these are all helpful stories for people and this shows you that you deserve a good freaking partner and don't settle for shit listen to the last episode if you are someone who is 
been on dates with really bad people because just these stories with him I want to just be a sign um and something to show you that you can be with someone who truly cares to work on themselves um alongside you and it's a wonderful thing anyway back to my forms of self-care therapy knowing when I need to book my therapy session honestly a hard thing about therapy is knowing when to book it next I know some people who as soon as they finish their session they book another session which like I haven't really gotten into because I finish a session and I'm like I feel amazing I'm good and then kind of days go on and you forget what you talked about or you just forget to keep reminding yourself of it um so something like just knowing when you need to book a therapy session, being open with people in your life if you can, if it's possible about therapy and how you benefit from it. If you do, hopefully you do. If you've tried it, if you haven't benefited from it, keep, keep, tr- I encourage you. I don't want to tell you what to do, but like keep trying. There truly is a person out there. You're not supposed to be besties with every person you meet. So you're not supposed to, you know, be able to open up to every therapist you meet because everybody works differently. My therapist, when I was talking to her yesterday, she felt like she was hearing her younger self talk and I fucking love that. Bloom narratives, bloom narrative, narratives, everyone check it out. It's Alberta based. We only do virtual, but she's the best. Anyway, other forms of self-care, like I ended up unintentionally kind of having this like habit of like once in a while when I'm home alone I'll go on a walk when the sun is setting if I'm not doing anything in my evening and I'll end up like sitting on the swing um, at the park near my house and watching the sunset and I love it and it just lets me like release and let go and disconnect so that's good again how I said swimming and water like for me that's so great I take baths really really often my boyfriend has never taken a bath in his life that just shows how we're very different people we disconnect we like disconnect and like um you know self-care in very different ways also obviously putting your phone away letting it go knowing you're not going to miss out on anything this is the thing feeling like you're going to miss out on something because you're not on your phone you're actually missing out on your own life you're missing out on how you're feeling you're missing out on disconnecting with who you are and that's not worth it and same with how my therapist like she told me the story about how you know like I don't want in 10 years to sit and realize all the dreams I wanted to accomplish that I was running so, so fast to accomplish, which I do. I don't want in 10 years to realize, okay, I accomplished all my dreams and just think, now what? Like, now what? And then what, you come up with new dreams and just keep hustling? Like, no, I want to slow down. I want to enjoy the process. I know in my heart, I'm going to achieve the dreams I want to achieve So I don't need to hustle my ass off to get there. I can take my time. I can enjoy my life and connect with myself along the way. Trust me, I'm going to need to listen to this episode in a month because all these thoughts, they're so fresh after a therapy session for me personally, but they do disappear. Okay, you know when like a really, really, really good song comes out and uh you can't get it out of your head or like a new or just like a random song gets stuck in your head for me self-care is listening to that song over and over and over and over again happier than ever by Billie eilish right now that shit hits when i first listened to that song i was like this is kind of like boring and slow at the beginning and then after like once that beat drops oh so good so good follow me on tiktok for a tiktok i made to that song jessica j mcd anywho Like, listening to that song over and over again is so awesome. Another thing for me is, like, rom-com, coming-of-age movies, feel-good movies. My absolute favorite, I tweeted, I need to prescribe myself one coming-of-age movie a week because those are the movies where I put my phone away, I watch so intently, and at the end of it, if I cry, even better. I want to release that emotion I need to release. And 
at the end of it, I'm just like, oh, I needed that. Like, I love life now. It gives me perspective. It takes me out of my life and all the stupid little things I'm stressing about and makes me think about love and, and chasing the things I want. And I and not in a capitalist. Oh, my God. Chasing the things I want. Didn't mean it in that way. Just focusing on the things that matter to me. You know, you know, you get it. Capitalism is ingrained in all of our bodies, just like how like fucking racism is and we need to work through it because that's what our society portrays to us and it is in our body and if we don't talk about it and process it and work through it and like physically get it out it's a long process guys start on it (laughs) um what else okay i forgot that canceling plans was like allowed that was like a thing i forgot that was like an option because once i had it in my calendar i was like oh it's in my calendar even when people would be like hey want to hang out and i'm like well my calendar's is blank that day so I guess no Jess take time for Jess like I would just look at my calendar and be like yeah okay I guess I'm free but I was no no I'm not free I need time for myself I'm if I work all day that day why do I have to go run to go see someone and don't feel bad for for not for canceling someone's plans when like why would you want to hang out with someone if you're not going to enjoy yourself and have a good time just to like make them feel better to go that makes them feel worse and I like struggled with this um a lot this summer was saying no to plans knowing I'd be hurting someone's feelings a bit but it's like if that hurts someone's feelings like they have stuff to work through themselves because it's it's more important for you to do what you need to do for yourself and know that like you won't have a good time if you hang out with someone and you're exhausted and also they probably won't have that good of a time and it's so much more important to take that time for yourself and the people who yeah I'm gonna just go off on that yeah I don't think the hemorrhoid one really I don't think the hemorrhoid point really just came in there if you know it okay no this is my last one I wasn't gonna include it but now I want to include it it didn't get easily integrated but this is for a select few people who listen okay and if you don't get it and you don't know what this is don't worry about it and one day you might figure it out but I hope for your sanity you won't a form of self-care for me is knowing when I need to get that preparation H and put it on my hemorrhoid because you know what that shit's a bitch moving on that was enough thank you so much for listening self-care looks different for everybody it does not need to be the bullshit form that capitalism just sends your way um if all of these words of like capitalism and and what was the other thing hustle culture that I said is like weird foreign words to you they were really really weird foreign words to me up until like literally a couple months ago also up until I started therapy I learned most things through therapy I also took some sociology courses so I learned what all of these words are through sociology and what they mean and how deeply they affect our lives and how deeply they are ingrained in our bodies so feel free to do research on all of that um if you're someone who thinks you might be really sensitive to sensory input as well and you get sensory overload make sure you like research that I actually need to research it my therapist told me last night to research it I still haven't but I'm going to and overall just know when you need to disconnect from the world take time for yourself say fuck the other people you are not gonna miss out on anything truly your life is your life you're missing out on your own life 10 years down the line you don't want to be thinking what now because you didn't enjoy the process thank you for being here make sure you follow me on instagram at jessica j mcdonald and follow at human to human pod on instagram 
If you love the episode, please share it. Please send it to someone you think might get value from it. Your boyfriend, your dog, your mom, your friend, your cousin, your brother, who knows? Your uncle. Send it to whoever and tell them to follow me too. And if you also love it, never hesitate to reach out to me and tell me. Also though, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It genuinely genuinely makes a big difference. And if you didn't know, podcasts track um, growth and track how many people listen based on downloads. I know I don't download every podcast episode I listen to either. I just press play. Well, sucks. I can't see if you're listening. If you just press play and you don't download it, so download it. Thank you. I love doing this and I'm only going to do it every other week because I don't want to burn myself out and get caught up in the hustle of hustle culture. Uh, yeah, I'm Jessica McDonald, if you didn't know, and I'll see you in two weeks for, I think, the first guest episode of the season. I know I said it would be primarily solo episodes, which it is. I'll likely only have one guest every other couple episodes, uh, but it's going to be my friend Zoe, and she's the best, and we talk about how important it is to speak up to uh, make sure you are always... Make sure you speak up and never stew in your own unhappiness. Thank you and good night, even though it's only 3 p.m. <laughs>